Welcome to the Purpose Driven Business Podcast, the show that helps you build a business and life based on freedom, fulfillment, and financial independence. I'm your host, Shannon, website designer, agency owner, and online presence consultant, and I'm here to give you actionable tips and strategies that have allowed me to build my online business and can help you do the same. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get into today's episode. I am back after a few months off the podcast. This has been a crazy year and there really isn't any excuse or reason for not being consistent or posting episodes other than I haven't made it a priority. If you follow me or the business on social media, you may have seen that we rebranded in the middle of the year and there's been a few other changes going on. So I just honestly really struggled to keep consistent with this. But I am back and in 2024, I am committed to releasing one episode every single week. And that is a promise. If this is your first time listening to the Purpose Driven Business podcast, please go back and listen to some of the first episodes because that is where I explain more about the purpose behind this podcast and the message that I'm trying to share here. And if there's anything at all that you would like to hear in future episodes, I would absolutely love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out and let me know. Today's episode is all about goal setting. I thought this one would be a good one to pick back up on now that we're at the end of the year and it's a time when people are starting to make plans and set goals for the new year. And so I want to take you through my process to creating meaningful goals. And this is a process that I go through every single year. I have just gone through it and I really wanted to share it with you. This process is more around setting goals for life in general, but could definitely be applied to your business. But I am releasing another episode next week, which is all focused on strategic planning and goal setting for the business specifically. I like to have a framework for everything and the structure of this goal setting framework is firstly to reflect on the year just gone, assess where you're at currently in different areas of life, realign your vision, make sure you're heading in the right direction, set goals and then make a plan. So to just set goals and not go through those first steps of reflecting, assessing and realigning your vision makes it really hard to appreciate your progress and make sure that you're setting goals that are actually meaningful and aligned to the kind of life that you want to build. Before we get into the five-step process, I just wanted to remind you how important it is to write your goals down. So if you're on a walk at the moment or you know, you're not able to grab a book or a piece of paper to go through this process in real time, definitely come back with your diary, with a piece of paper, even the notes section of your phone and write down the answers to the questions and the goals as we go through them and as you set them. You're 42% more likely to achieve goals that are written down. Plus when you do this process again the following year, you can literally look back at everything you set out to achieve and it's a really great feeling to see the progress that you've made. And it's just such an amazing feeling of accomplishment when you see that what you set out to achieve is what you have achieved. And it's really easy to feel like you're not really making progress, but to see where you're at 12 months ago or 24 months ago or years ago and where you're at now, 
definitely makes you have that feeling of accomplishment, especially if you're someone who is ambitious and has big goals that they're trying to achieve. So step one of this process is to reflect. Look back on the year just gone and recap on the top three highlights, what you achieved, did you complete the goals you set out to, what worked well and what didn't work well. This exercise gives you the opportunity to look at the year just gone and be proud of what you've done and also give you the ability to make the necessary changes or at least be mindful of them before you move on to the next step. Don't beat yourself up if you didn't achieve the goals you set out to. If there was things out of your control, it is okay and it's okay if your goals change throughout the year as well. There is a balance between being consistent and sticking to something and committing to that, which I think is important, but values and priorities change and progress is not always linear. Success is not a straight line, so it's okay because you're here now reflecting so you can objectively look at whether you didn't stick to your goals because you got lazy or was it just that they weren't important enough to you? Or was there something that was completely out of your control? The most important thing is that you're here right now setting new goals and you have the opportunity to reflect on what you could have done better this year, what you actually achieved instead. Like perhaps you had goals, but your life ended up going in a different direction and you achieved something completely different. To not achieve the goals you set out to for that reason, obviously is not a failure. And as long as it's not a cop-out or excuses or just, you know, you got lazy, a bad week or a bad month or a year of failures, if that's what you want to call them, if, if that's how you feel, doesn't have to equal a bad life. So you want to reflect on the top three highlights, what you achieved, did you complete the goals you set out to, what worked well and what didn't work well this year. Step two is to assess or check in with yourself. Look at these areas of life and assess your current state and satisfaction level. Starting with health, physical, mental, and emotional, are you prioritizing this at the moment and do you feel the best that you can in these areas? So rate yourself based on where you're at currently and your current satisfaction level as one score out of 10. The next is wealth, so your income, your expenses, savings and investments. Are you happy with how you're spending your money at the moment or the amount of money that you're making right now, how much you're putting into investments, how much you have saved? Are you at the level that you want to be at and how satisfied are you with your current financial situation? The next is relationships, friends, family and romantic partnerships. Are you satisfied in these relationships? Are you making time for the people that you care about? And could you be a better friend or partner? So again, rate yourself out of 10 current state and satisfaction level in relationships. The next is your business or career if you don't have a business. Are you happy with the progress of your business or your career? Is the work that you're doing making you feel professionally fulfilled? So you're doing work every day that's inspiring for you. And are your offers or the work that you're doing, is it super effective? Like, is it actually helping people? Are the products and services that you're selling in your business or the work that you're doing in your career, 
is it as effective as it could be? Is it serving people in the way that you want it to? So again, rate yourself out of 10 for your business or career. The next is spirituality. Do you feel self-aware? Do you feel spiritually aligned with your life and habits? So for example, are you going out drinking all the time or doing things that aren't really aligned to the person that you want to be? And are you making time for self-care and connection? The last area is to assess your current state and satisfaction level with your lifestyle. Do you enjoy your daily routine? Are you doing things that you enjoy every day? And do you feel personally fulfilled by your lifestyle? So are you happy with your current everyday life? Because these are the things that actually make up a great life. It's not about those big achievements. It's not about the big you know, milestones that you hit. It's how you're living your life on an everyday, daily basis. So are you personally fulfilled by the kind of lifestyle that you're living at the moment? So go through all of those six areas and assess your current state and satisfaction level in health, wealth, relationships, business, spirituality, and lifestyle. Step three is to revisit your vision. So what is the long-term vision for your life? What are you actually working towards? What do you want your life to look like? One of the best ways to figure this out is to do the perfect day exercise. I go through it in a previous episode and I talk about it a lot because it is so, so powerful. But some of the things or questions that you can consider as you're creating that vision for what your perfect day looks like is to think about what work you're doing, where you're living, how much money you're making, how you spend your days, and what your lifestyle looks and feels like. I really recommend doing the perfect day exercise because it will help you set goals and make better decisions that are aligned to the life that you want. Otherwise, you can end up working towards a future that isn't even going to make you happy. Step four is to set your goals and create a plan. I like to come back to those six areas I mentioned in step two, being health, wealth, relationships, business or career, spirituality, and lifestyle. Knowing now where you're at in these six areas, having covered them in step two, ask yourself, what do I want in these six areas? So what do I want my health to look like this year? What do I want my wealth to look like this year? relationships, business, spirituality, and lifestyle, because these are going to be your goals. You don't need to have goals for every single area. And if there's something that falls outside of these, you can obviously add them under other, but this gives you an opportunity to assess or set goals for the main areas of life, especially having considered where you need the most growth or improvement because we already assessed where you're at currently in step two. So if there's, you know, if health is a high value for you, but your current state and satisfaction level is low, that may be an area that you want to improve on and and so on for each of the six areas. Uh, But you don't need to have goals for every single one. That's completely up to you. You may just have one area of focus. You may have all six. You may just have two or three, but that's completely up to you. To further reinforce these goals, ask yourself why they're important to you because you want to be able to attach some kind of meaning to them and also tell someone about it because 
Accountability is so powerful. So whether it's your partner or a friend or a family member or feel free to DM them to me, it can be really, really effective just to share your goal with someone to keep you accountable and help you commit to that goal. But now that you have your goals, you can't just stop there and be like, okay, I've written down my goals and that's it. You have to have a plan and then you have to take action. A goal is an outcome that you want, but between where you are now and where you want to be, there is a whole lot of things that you need to do. So for each goal, write down what you have to do to make that happen and then the actions that have to be taken that will make it more specific and focused on the process. Let's take a health and fitness goal, for example. Say you want to run a marathon, but you know you have to train. You need to commit to regular running sessions leading up to the marathon. But that's too vague. The actions that you need to take, just for example, is that maybe you need to sign up to work with a running coach. You need to do three running sessions a week. Or you need to do this many training sessions in this period of time. These are the actions that you have to take. These are the habits that you need to commit to. And you want to have specific actions that you can take because these are the things that you have control over. You also want to give these actions a time frame and add them to your schedule. And if you feel like you're going to struggle to keep consistent with them, Make it as easy as possible and reduce as much friction as possible to get it done. So if you're doing the marathon and you need to do three run sessions per week or this many training sessions a week and you can only commit to training at 5 a.m. every day, well, what do you need to do to reduce friction and make it as easy as possible to get that done? Well, you might know that you need to go to bed early, have all your training gear ready the night before, you know, have meals prepped, things like that. You want to reduce friction and make it easier for yourself. You don't want to make it harder than it needs to be to stay consistent. So the actions and the habits and the process, as well as your ability to make it easier for yourself, are the things that you have the most control, but are actually the things that are going to lead you to that outcome or goal that you have. Just having the goal doesn't really mean anything. When we set a goal with no real plan, we're leaving it up to chance. So some goals do just happen that way. Like I've had goals that I've written down and come back to a year later and they've just happened and there could be different reasons for that. But it always comes down to our habits and actions. It's almost like we're laying bricks of the path that is leading us to where we want to go. So that is my process to setting goals for the year. Reflect on the last 12 months, assess where you're at currently in these six areas of life, revisit your vision, set goals, make a plan to achieve them. I'll leave you with a few questions just to bring all this together. Based on the goals that you've written down overall, What do you really want to get out of this year? Like if you look back on your goals, is there a theme or a key focus or area that is driving a lot of the goals that you have? How do you want to feel this year? This is important in cultivating the actual experience of your life because happiness is a choice. It's not something that you achieve. 
No one goes into a year wanting to be miserable, but if you can make the conscious choice of how you want to feel this year, whether it's less stress, more calmness, more happiness, this will allow you to remain mindful of that and the choice that you made at the beginning of this year of how you want to feel when or if those hard or challenging times come. And the third question is, what are you committed to this year? Is it your business, your personal growth, your family, being a better partner, your health? What is it that you really want to commit to improving this year? Remember, if you're feeling any fear or resistance to getting after what you want, that's completely normal, but you have to choose action over fear because the more you step out of your comfort zone, the more you will see that there's nothing to be afraid of at all. So I hope this process has helped you to set goals or not just goals, meaningful goals for the upcoming year. And I wish you all the best in 2024 for your health, your wealth, your relationships, your business, your spirituality and your lifestyle.